Welcome to the third season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. Now let's, let's get, get this show on the road. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. And as always, season three in today's episode is brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. If your insurance carrier is giving you a hard time on a property loss claim, give them a call. They'll make sure that they represent you the way that they agreed to. Once again, that's Precise Public Adjusting at 817-992-5040. And make sure you let them know that Pop Culture Elevator sent you. Please do. Also, I want to bring up Arcade Belts just one more time. We talked about them last episode. I want to give them one more shout out. Arcade Belts is a great company that makes some awesome belts, some of my favorite belts. I got to pick up some more real soon. But if you use the discount code ARCADEBELTS30, you will get 30% off of of the belt, and it's definitely worth it. Uh, I I don't know if it's off the belt or off the whole purchase, but it's definitely worth it. I love my belt, uh, and I know that you will too. So uh, absolutely, and I'm I cannot wait to get my leather belt. It's oh, it just did you looks already great. Order? Uh, yeah. It's, oh, so nice. I'm just like yeah, man, that that promo code right, thirty percent off. Yeah, no brainer. That's awesome, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna order another belt here soon because mine's let's get a little loose on me. It's a little loose. Yeah, loose. you've been losing so much weight with that Optivia life. I'm about to be going from a 30 I'm about to be going from a 38 waist to a 36 waist now oh my god and I started I started at a at a almost 50 52 something so oh that's amazing man yeah it's 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 a lot so it's exciting all right if you see it if you see us at uh fan expo uh not like next week I guess the weekend that you'll hear this so that Wednesday that you hear this that Friday to Sunday we'll be there so yeah. uh, come check us out. 245. Uh, find us. We're in the podcasting. Uh, we're doing a, a what do you panel. call it? A panel on <laughs> podcasting 101 and how to get into it. If you if you want to uh, be competition to us. <laughs> yeah. But don't be. <laughs> but don't. But don't do it. All right. This is, <laughs> this is season three, episode 10. And we are talking about the new Marvel film, uh, I'm going to say it how they say it in the movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Uh, so I I thought it was a Shang-Chi for a long time, but Shang-Chi. And then it makes sense because he goes by Sean as his English name. 
Yeah, yeah, just Which English phonetics, you know. I thought was really funny. You go by yeah. Sean. You went yeah. from Sean to Sean. No <laughs> wonder your move. father could find you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought when she was making the oh I went went on the run, <laughs> changed my name from my uh, from Michael. I thought she was going to say Mike, but she yeah. just said Michael again. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Mikel, Mikel or something like that. I went yeah. from Mikel to Michael. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you've heard of the Ten Rings before, or you think you've heard of the Ten Rings before, but you don't know where, you've heard about them from Iron Man, yeah. Iron yeah. Man 2. You've yeah. heard them from uh, Iron Man 3 for 100% sure. Uh, you've seen them in Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. I mean, right. they, they've been hiding in plain sight. You'll just go back and look for the, the clues. You'll see a neck tattoo with the Ten Rings. You'll... Yeah. Uh, Guy Guy Pierce, right? He was the he was the Mandarin in, in Iron yes. Man three. Guy mm-hmm. Pierce uh, was part of the ten, saying he was part of the Ten Rings. Uh, well, as he we says know, that he's the Mandarin. He says he's the Mandarin, which is the but leader of the Ten Rings. But the, we meet the real Mandarin yes. in this movie. But also, and I'm gonna we told you spoiler, spoiler alerts, and I'm just gonna blow my load right here on this one. <laughs> Trevor Slatery makes a return. That's Ben Kingsley. Who played the fake Mandarin? Yes, he, he was supposed to be. He got kidnapped by. He got broken out of jail by the real Mandarin by uh, by Shang Chi's father. Uh huh. And and then he is going to be executed. But before he's executed, he does a scene, uh, a monologue from. Is it Hamlet? Yeah, I think, I think it's Hamlet. Does a monologue from Hamlet, and everyone loved it so much they decided to keep him prisoner, and he puts <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, he puts on a play every night. A weekly. Or a weekly oh, oh, I thought it was yeah. weekly. Yeah, it's a weekly, weekly play. I think uh, so. I thought that was, when I heard his voice, I said, no way did they get Ben, ben Kingsley back. Yeah, there's made no, me go, ole, 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 ole. Absolutely <laughs> no way we got it back. And then all of a sudden, there's Trevor. I had my hands on my mouth going, <gasps> my wife was like, what? I was like, Iron Man 3, they brought back Trevor. Yeah, Trevor Slattery. Uh, I was so excited to have him back, but that's that's the big guys. The trailers did justice this time. Sure, the movie without the, spoiling it. The trailers only showed like the first ten minutes of the movie. Yep. The rest of the movie was a surprise. Like, how nice is that? Oh, I know. It's you never, the best. You never get that anymore. Normalize not Netflixing a trailer. Right. It was so so fantastic that. That it was good. It was good. Guys, passengers, I always say guys. Remember when I say guys, it's like it includes everyone. I'm not just saying like, yeah, it's like dude. Dude works for everyone. Dude is totally a unisex term. I've been um, saying that to everyone for like 20 years. But I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Yeah. I'm a dude. She's a dude. (laughs) Nice. Um, but but yeah, what I, I mean, I always mean to say passengers. I just want to say passengers because yeah. that's what you, you're our passengers on this elevator, this pop culture elevator of love. We love everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. It's about this kid whose father finds the Ten Rings, and the father's been around for cent for what did they say a thousand years. A thousand years, yeah. A thousand years. He's been alive because these rings that he found keeps him alive and they give him these powers. So in that thousand years, he's become the leader of a um, group called the 10 rings. And he basically does like, it's a shadow organization. He runs so many things behind back. Well, 
he went to go find this magical place of Tao Lao. And he meets this woman there who's guarding it. And they fall in love. Mm-hmm. And he decides to leave a life of crime and raise a family with her. Puts away the rings. Mm-hmm. Well, she dies one day. He doesn't know what to do about it. And it was because of his past that she dies. And so he becomes the Mandarin again. Right. And starts being evil again. And he, he's been hearing uh, of her voice in his ear saying that he, she's trapped in Tao Lao and she should come, he should come rescue her. That's basically the big plot of the movie is that now uh, Shang Chi and his best friend played by Aquafina yeah. and his sister are all going to try and stop the father from opening up this gate that's going to destroy all the worlds. And that relationship is all tense. The Just the sister-brother dynamic is just like, oh, you left us when you were, when I was six and it took me forever to realize I didn't need you. And I finally ran away too. Oh, that um, conversation with Aquafina and her in the, oh, yeah. in the room where she's like, she's like, so I, I left when I was 16 and I started, I started this fi- underground fight ring. And she's like, wait, when you were 16, she goes, yeah, I defend for myself. Yeah. Yeah, like I really liked her response where she's like, my father won't let me into his empire. I'm going to make my own. And she's like, that's what's up. The, you know, the good thing about this movie is they did a really good job of le- of having these three main characters. Like, yeah, it's about Shang-Chi, but they also gave equal time to Aquafina and the sister. Right. And they did such a good job of fleshing out each character. Like, right. that's kind of rare for a Marvel movie. Like, you don't always get these fleshed out characters. Right. And, and I think that it does uh, does the um, comic well, uh, because, you know, this is a lesser known story. I, I mean, I can't say that I, you know, oh, I know everything about uh, Shang-Chi, you know, um, at all. You know, but uh, I desperately want the franchise to keep going. I love every Marvel movie that comes out. And so this was great, like to, you know, uh, fall in love with another Marvel character and open up the universe again, uh, you know, even wider than it already is. It's, it's huge now. Um, but you know, you're not going to get this, uh, this universe without building another character like, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, or Aquafina's character and, you know, all of their backstories combined. Uh, I, I just I love that they really well uh, flesh it out. It does make the movie a little long winded, just a little, uh, but uh, it, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, I never I actually never felt long winded. I just really enjoyed where it went. I enjoyed the ride. I loved the choreography, the the yes. homage to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, yeah, big like, time. Or the movies like that. You know, it's it's all Chinese cinema homages, and it was really beautiful the way it was done. The first. 15 minutes of the movie was all this beautiful uh, fight choreography, like in the style of, of these old Chinese uh, fantasy films. And then to, to, it was just beautiful, the dance they did. And then even the yeah. ending battle scene between Shang-Chi and uh, Zhu, his father, Zhu Wenwu. And um, it just was really, really pretty. Um, the other thing to me that I really liked was of course Trevor Slattery, but or yeah. Slattery, but keeping him for the rest of the film was yeah. genius. Him uh-huh. and, and what was his name? Maurice. Uh, Morris. Maurice, but yeah, faceless, uh, pig thing with wings. The uh, dog that was successfully 
well, not shaven, but grown fur and taught to walk backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Maurice. Maurice was great, yeah. a great little character. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Michelle Yao playing uh, the aunt fantastically. Uh-huh. You have um, uh, Zhai Ling, his sister, um, Meng Er Zhang. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all these great uh, actors in their in their roles. And I just... I don't know. I just thought it was a really fun, really deep, uh, kind of beautiful homage to this old style of of movies that you don't see anymore. Like even right. the fact that there were movies that they were that they were referencing in the background. Like he had a poster of Kung Fu Hustle. And, I love that. I uh, was like, oh look, <laughs> yeah, like just these great. Uh, I would have loved to have seen a Kung Fury poster as well. Oh, that would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> that have been funny. I do. I, I don't know if y'all passengers have ever seen Kung Fu Hustle, but it is fantastic. It's Kung, Kung, uh, Kung Fury? Kung Fury? No. Yeah, Kung Fury is like a Kung 80s Fury's comedy the 80s fusion. One. It's great. But what was yeah. the one? What was the one making fun of movies? Kung Fu Hustle, yeah. Kung, Kung Fu, no, no. Is it? Or Kung Pao? Kung Pao. Yeah, Kung Pao. There Kung Pao is the one making fun of it. Anyway. Mm. Again, we are getting uh, But yeah, I loved that it. it was an homage. And I even love that they highlight the topic of kind of like what's in a name. Yeah. And it's oh, that like, was yeah, beautiful. your name is sacred and it, it connects us to everyone that will come and everyone before us. And the whole movie is exactly like that, too. And I just love that that culture, the layers of culture there. Yeah, that was great. This was uh, directed by um, Destin Cretton, Dustin Daniel Creighton, Cretton. And I was going back and seeing what he's done. And um, he did Short Term 12, uh, which was which won awards. It was supposed to be fantastic. Um, but he also just did Just Mercy not too long ago, a couple of years back, which was the movie about Martin Luther King. Uh, not Martin Luther King, I'm so sorry. It was about, uh, uh, oh God, what is it called? The, 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 the black man who was a lawyer who was representing someone that no one ever thought could be represented. Oh, um, it was Michael B. Jordan. I, oof. yeah, sorry. And I'm Jamie Fox. Going blank. Yeah. But Brie Larson was also in it as well, who played Captain Marvel in, uh, well, this movie, Captain Marvel. And, and this movie. movie. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's really hard to, this movie is just, it's a very, it's Marvel movie still, right? It still has the Marvel movie stuff in it. Um, yeah. And you get, you get uh, Wong. Wong was you done. You get I Bruce Banner. Wong. Yeah. That's right. You Wong's Bruce awesome. Banner. Bruce and Banner. I love that he's like full on comic book oh, now. Like Wong, gray hair with the flowy curl thing. Wong was great when he did the, when he was like him fighting Abomination in the ring. Yes. And he oh, beats fighting. Abomination and he's like, oh yeah, you did yeah. great. He's like talking to him and they're like, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, you better uh, start pulling those punches like we talked about because <laughs> he smacks them back. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but oh, to answer your question uh, from, I think, last week, you and Zach had were kind of talking about whether the – Lance. Oh, my God. I keep saying Zach. We were talking about Zach Bard, and now I can't stop calling Lance Zach. So sorry, Lance. Lance and you were debating uh, whether or not Abomination had those, like, fins in uh, the Edward Norton Hulk. Uh, where Abomination uh, makes his first appearance. Uh, yeah. He did not. He did not have those fins. All right. See, I didn't I didn't think so. And that's why I questioned if it was Abomination until uh, he said. Right. You know, like that's – and apparently, by the way, there's a rumor that um, uh, 
I thought Tim Roth was supposed to come back. Tim, and... Tim Roth is going to be in. I was trying, trying to think of his name. I kept thinking Eli Roth, and I was like, no. <laughs> Tim Roth. Uh, Tim Roth is going to be in She-Hulk, the TV series. Oh my god, that'd be so cool! So if he comes back as Abomination, you know, and of I course, feel like She-Hulk does not get enough attention. Bruce Banner is going to be in uh, in She-Hulk as well. Nice. So, um, well, anyway, you mean? Do you mean Mark I Ruffalo? Mean Mark Ruffalo, yes. Nice. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's Mark, cool. Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked on this movie. I uh, I think. As a whole, this it worked for me very well. It was a great. It it was a Marvel movie, but it felt like a Marvel movie done in a really, in really good way. Like you know, like it just. Mm-hmm. I I've, I've not been bored of Marvel, but Marvel yeah. started getting into a groove. Yeah, and I feel like they're finally getting into a better place. And I think maybe just maybe Phase Four will be my favorite fi- phase in a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like I was kind of on the fence uh, for a lot of this movie because aesthetically, it's it's beautiful. This movie is so beautiful. Um, but, you know, like, it, it is a little lacking as far as, like, a star-studded cast is concerned, you know? Um, but the thing is that, you know, it's, it's, it's in dark territory for anybody who's not, like, super deep into the comics, right? Uh, which, which this is the point where I'm in, in deep water slash dark territory or whatever. Um so that's where I'm like, oh, you know, I don't really have a connection with these characters so much, but they spend enough time where you're like, hey, I, I like, I like uh, Sean Chi uh, a lot. And obviously, Trevor Slattery and Katie, they were really cool, and they did a great job putting those people into the universe uh, of Marvel. Um, again, like, I just think it was just a hair, a hair, uh, long-winded, but also the like CG. I felt like the CG could have been a little bit better, uh, but it kind of all fit a tone uh, with the whole movie. It wasn't like, oh, they blew their wad uh, CG wise on this one sequence of like, say the dragons fighting and then the rest of the CG kind of sucked. They, they really kept it consistent, which was great. There was um, only one CG part <laughs> that I felt was bad. And I say bad, it wasn't bad. It just is subpar for this movie. Not great just because, and that part for me, was um, the father killing the people in the casino through the mirror? And yes, why, why I they hate didn't when just, they do the mirror? Why they didn't just use practical effects? Yes, because of course they're shooting straight onto the mirror, and so they didn't want to show the camera. You know what I mean? But again, you could use practical effects, and you just blend those scenes yeah, together. I agree. I, I that was the only part that bothered me, and and really, I agree. only because I was, he's kicking ace. Yeah. In that sequence, I was like, like well, well, wait. I understand why right they here. didn't show it the way yeah. they showed it. I understand because you're supposed to be seeing this from the kid's point of view type thing. But like that part, that part was probably the the weakest part for me was just that. And that, and then this, none of the other CGI really bothered me at all. Like I didn't really see much of a bad thing. I know that Lance said maybe the dragon could have been better, but I didn't. Yeah, I agree. I didn't think so. I thought the dragon was fine. I just um, thought the rendering could have been, rendering could have been a little bit more complete. Like, uh, just give that guy a little bit more texture because that's that is my complaint about the CG is that it lacks texture, so it looks animated but rather I almost, than. I almost uh, wonder how real. much of that was was design choice over actual. I think it is 
CG exactly yeah, it's so consistent that it, it has to be it a choice. It felt like design choice more than it felt like bad CGI or, or right. subpar CGI because none of it was bad. I never felt like it was bad. It wasn't yeah. CW quality CGI. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. Where you not. see Barry running and you're like, ugh. But yeah. Um, anyway, and then my, I guess I'm trying to think. Lance, you know, was like, hey, there's some things in the movie that that bothered me. Here's the. Let me see if I can find what he said. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, you're not here to defend yourself, Lance, aka Zach. <laughs> I keep opening up stuff from another Lance I know. And I'm uh, like, wait, that's not that's not the. I was like, what the? That there wasn't you. That wasn't you. <laughs> so what do you say? Uh, SFX. Wrong Lance. A couple of times. A couple of times the dragons looked a little hokey, which is what you said. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, he felt like Aquafina was wasted. I agree. I felt like she could have had a lot more utilization. I think it's cool that they introduced her uh, and they gave her a bow. And she talks about how, you know, uh, underdeveloped her arrow skills are. Uh, I love that she's like a super real character, but I felt like she could have been more utilized rather than just along for the ride until the end. And and really, it it really sets her up to be bigger in the sequels. Yeah. So that's good. And then the last thing he said, which again, I can't say anything to this. Okay. Because okay. I didn't read any Shang-Chi, yeah. but he said, Shang-Chi is like the biggest player in the comics and they didn't touch that at all. So, and I don't know yeah, if he I means guess. like a player is in like, I get women or if he's a player, like he's a big name. I'm not, I didn't really ask him about that. I think it means the big name thing. Um, but again, this is like an origin story. So maybe um, that will come, just like what we're saying is lacking with Aquafina. Sure. It, this is an introduction and, we and also, character yeah. development, and but we're opening the door. Also, a really good origin story because you know how mm-hmm. sometimes you get these origin stories and you're like, man, kind of it's kind of boring setting it up. Like this went right yes. into it, and I love that this went right into it, and I loved the flashbacks when he would remember something about his family, and you'd see more about it instead of giving him this one large clump of him growing up. They gave yeah. us these these flashbacks done really well throughout the story. I even loved when he was telling about how he was going to go commit that uh, crime and kill the person, and then all of a sudden the woman was like, "Would you like vegetarian?" Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like right in the middle of the story, like was just yeah. really funny to me. That was good. And then Bonnie had one complaint, and she said, "It sounds like we're complaining, but we're not because the movie is just overall it's a really a good critique, movie." Good but the critique. one complaint that Fanny said she had was that she felt like it was too funny. That whenever something serious happened, they always had to follow it up with a joke. So I just think that that's what you have to do. Uh, I do agree that they kind of put a lot of brevity into very serious moments. But I think that's what you have to do when people don't know anything yeah. about this No, character. I agree. And I'm fine. I'm fine with it. So, I'm fine with how they did it. I will be 100% buying this movie. Like, I'm going to own this movie. I liked it that much. But that's me. I don't know if it's going to go into my physical copy collection, but it'll definitely be bought on Voodoo. Um, I want all my movies physical copy. I think uh, that's the only thing I don't uh, like, you know, with the MCU, right? It's like, oh, I want to have them all. Uh but you know, some some of these movies are going to get grandfathered into my physical collection simply because they're an MCU movie. 
and then you know, some of them. I, are, I, mean, like, I mean, the other problem is that all of them are on Disney Plus, and so it's really hard. Yes. when Every single one's on Disney Plus, and you're like, how do I justify owning this? But I'm gonna, I, I want physical copies. Like, if they're really yeah. cool looking, like I get the Steel Books, right? Exactly. Like so I got the Fast Nine. I gotta have it. <laughs> I got that. I got that Black Widow Steel Book on pre-order. I got Ooh. the what? Did I, I just pre-ordered the Suicide Squad Steel Book the other day because it went up. Nice. Like I, I want these comic book movies. So anyway, gotta have them. one thing I do want to ask you before What's we up? move on. Now that you've seen Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Black Widow? Uh, in what regards? Well, I said this because this is what he asked me. He said, what do you think about Black Widow? Uh, I listened to your show about it, but did your opinion change after seeing Shang-Chi? Yeah, it did a little bit. Shang-Chi is a, is a better movie than Black Widow. I think it's 10 times better than Black Widow, but it's not saying Black Widow is a bad movie. I liked Black Widow. I said, Black Widow is fun, but it only really serves to set up uh, Ilana's story. Yeah. yeah. And it could have been like a Disney Plus show if they wanted to do it that way. Uh, well, they, they could have done a lot more with Black Widow. Uh, they could have even dragged it out for one or, I mean, three movies, essentially. Sure. Like but, a Black Widow trilogy. And and so in that regard, yeah, like this movie is way better than Black Widow uh, because really they're just trying to blow the candle out and light another. Well, and, Black Widow should have been part of the part of the other saga. I know why they put it. It should have been phase three. And I know why they did it because Ilana's story, because they're trying yeah. to bring her in and they're going to do the the Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers or whatever they're going to do. Right, right. And I said they should have just made this a TV series, called it Black Widows and put it on Disney Plus. Yeah, Um, because I seriously wanted to see all of the the Black Widows going in and making amends and fixing things wherever they And I hope they do that. I hope they do that still. But uh, I did say this. Uh, I think that Black Widow – would still have a would be still okay, it's still a good movie. I'm trying to say this another way. Black Widow have been better regarded now had it released last year when it was supposed to release. Sure. And then given a year for Shang-Chi. Sure, absolutely. So that's that's no kind doubt. of my thought process on that. But it doesn't really matter. Like I get it and we've talked it out and I think I understand where we are on that. But uh Yeah. Anyway, um, I still like the characters more in Black oh, Widow. Sure, because you but know them. There's because so you much know development. Them because exactly, been, you've been with them for years. Shang Chi had the part of the main story. It's unfortunate because I don't really. I liked Captain Marvel enough. I thought it was a really fun movie, but mm-hmm. I don't love her yeah. character because yeah. I don't. We didn't really get a chance to know her, and then every time yes. that we do get to have her on screen, she kind of she's kind of a bee. She, well, she's a flake, and yeah. they, they, I love how they joke about it in this movie in the, as well. She's like, you this. can get my number from Bruce. Uh, I got to go. Bye. And he's like, I have, I don't have her number. She's Plus actually she quite infamous for this. And she, yeah, <laughs> yes. It's just like, uh, so Captain Marvel is going to show up when nobody else can defeat yeah. somebody. So, and then she's going to zoom away. And so, so so she's like, I'm not needed here. Bye. Let's talk about <laughs> let's let's talk about these these uh, quote unquote three uh, three endings. And I'm not gonna I'm saying oh. three end credit scenes because that the oh, ending yes, of the, the movie credits. felt like an end credit scene. The ending of the yeah. movie could have been tacked on at the very end. So they're sitting yeah. in a bar and they're telling their friend earlier <laughs> who two weeks before told them that um, that they the were going nowhere. Union bashing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they come back and they're telling the story of what just happened in the movie. And she's like, you don't have to make fun of me. I know what you're doing. And then all of a sudden a portal yeah. opens up behind him and Wong pops out and he's like, Shang-Chi. 
Yeah. Dong Chi and he's like that yeah. that's me and he's Bueller. like hey uh, you got to you got to come with me and everyone's like staring and he's like uh, all right we got to go and he looks at Katie who's played by, who's Aquafina and he's like you too you got to come. Yeah. And they both go in the portal and it's just like this great like little like oh my gosh that's so cool that they did that scene. And, and then it's we a get cool a transition from like normal life to being an Avenger essentially. Yeah, and then we get a mid-credit scene. Mhm. Uh and the mid-credit scene was help me out. Cause you just, uh, that's where, uh, they're analyzing the 10 rings, Bruce and, um, he, no, was that not Captain the very end credits? Uh, no, the, the, maybe. So what was in the middle then? What were the end credits? There's the scene where they're at dinner. Uh huh. That's, get, that's just the end of the movie. Yeah. And then there's the mid credits scene. You just saw it, Mark. You like literally just went and saw the yeah, movie. Yeah. Now I'm forgetting. Now I'm forgetting. Well, there's three. So I'm like, oh man, what was the third? Now I'm, yeah, now, now Mustafa, I'm pulling, you know, like, damn, three times. Uh, now I'm pulling up the, oh, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. The mid credit scene, you're right. The mid credit scene was, um, was them talking, analyzing the rings and with Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner uh, po- popping in there and they're talking and, about the rings. And they figure out there's a beacon or a signal being sent and then from the rings. Wong basically tells them that they're now Avengers. Yep. Um, and they got a, adjust to this life and just yeah. get used to it being too much and yeah which i thought was absolutely fantastic i love that me too because everyone else you know they they get sprung into this life and nobody's really been there to be like hey i know it's a lot yeah you know, just, just take it easy one day and then and then the end end credits by the way fantastic soundtrack i had super fun sitting through the credits yeah dude, really okay like the so i am like hardcore into these like uh, bump in, uh, you know, Eastern tracks that I'm just yes. like, oh my god! Yeah, like anytime I hear one, uh, I, I seriously am like blazing it in my or blaring it in my car for like a week. Or it's two. a really good soundtrack. It's a very yeah. very good soundtrack on Spotify. You can listen to it. Um, and then the end end credit scene is uh, the sister. She's supposed to go clean out the Ten Rings and, and disband them. But then she sits on the Ten Rings throne. That's the and she's scene. training all the female uh, the female Ten Rings now. Yeah, she didn't create her own. She took over the empire. And, and covering up or and covering the castle that they were living in in graffiti and all that. I love that. That, that was, was great. So and then cool. then the very end credits it says the Ten Rings will return. Yeah. I love that. Instead of saying Shang-Chi will return, hey. the Ten Rings will return. What if she recruits the Black Widows that have recently been oh, free? Oh, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be, I'd be down for that. Yeah. I was I was very uh, – I love the end battle scene, by the way, where uh, where the father lets out the drag – or the, um, the weird, like, monster thing. Well, there's a dragon versus dragon, yeah. Yeah, and then the dragon comes out of the water. I was just really disappointed because I was hoping it would be Fing Fang Foom. I think it's a water dragon versus a fire dragon. Yeah, but it's really cool. And then Shang-Chi has this, first of all, you get this great Aquafina moment where she gets yes. to shoot the bow and arrow after the guy who had trained her how to play, how to do bow and arrow <laughs> gets his soul taken. Yeah, he's like, aim for the neck, and he's about to shoot, and, and then she shoots right into the neck of the dragon, 
and right about and it was really cool i loved her talking about how excited she was and then shang chi jumps down and he's he's using all his magic oh. and he shoots the rings into the mouth of the dra- of the bad dragon and then yes basically is making all the rings fly around in the dragon's stomach and then rips them out and rips the dragon to pieces it's just such an awesome, awesome ending but also i loved it because his father basically is like you're right like i've done bad and he like he lets himself get taken by the dragon and he he gives the rings to Shang-Chi. Yeah, he, he, but he finally proved yeah. that he was strong enough to wield them. And his father's like, you know, it's his, he's dying and he's just like, you deserve these now. It's actually Especially true. because he could have killed him. Yeah. And he showed him mercy. So I, I, he like full on showed his worthiness. Was, I thought I, there were so many beautiful moments in this movie. Like honest, yeah. to, honest to goodness, beautiful moments that I really enjoyed. I, I Passengers. Yeah. This movie is worth seeing in the theaters, 100%. Yeah. Don't 100%. be upset that it's not on Disney Plus to buy. This yeah. movie deserves all of the love it's given. The $90 million it made on Labor Day, the records yep. that it's breaking. Rob Zombie even just put out a note saying, hey, congratulations for breaking my Halloween 2 record on Labor nice. Day. Uh, you know, I really <laughs> like the movie, blah, blah, blah. Like, guys, passengers guys and gals dudes everywhere this is dudes and dudettes this is very recommended movie for me it's a must see for me it's it's yeah. i think it's one of marvel's finer films um up there with with iron man itself i think as far as origin marvel films goes you didn't you have to say this you really didn't know iron man that well when they brought him into the movies that's not true uh, they no, they're, uh, they're animated series that but, i watched but they weren't like really that. popular like that's the thing no i'll give you that they were not very popular and they i brought a of bunch of men they man. bought a bunch of they brought a bunch of unpopular characters and they put them into these movies and made them household names i think shang chi yeah. is going to be a household name later sure. now i'll give you that this movie did that for sean uh chi that you know like nobody knows him and now i feel like everybody's gonna know chan chi uh the other thing so i have two complaints to talk about so uh one is the cg so uh i finally remember the complaint and uh besides like the dragon but there's the action shot where he's about to fire the rings into the mouth of the beast and the fire dragon and he's doing these like crazy like swings uh along the body of the dragon right to get up to the mouth essentially and those close-up swing shots kind of didn't make any sense to me, like where he was going. Uh, so that's a little minor complaint. But uh, the other thing I have a complaint about is how many people are going to all of a sudden start, uh, like, requesting Hotel California at karaoke. I cannot tell you how many times I had to force people to listen to Hotel California and I, and it, like nobody wanted to hear it, but I was like, "You're gonna hear it. I'm sorry. It's it's the song I want to play." And then, <laughs> and now it like every karaoke bar is probably gonna be blaring Hotel California. Maybe, but I oh that was also a really fun thing was yeah. when she's like, "We could go home or, and be responsible," or <laughs> yeah. and then they, they end up in the in the bar drunks or not the bar, but the uh, the karaoke rooms that we love. Yes, uh, we singing do. karaoke, and then I loved it at the end where they're with Ooh. Wong and they're like. We should go home and be responsible. And he's like, or, and then hit all of them drunk with Wong singing hotel. <laughs> oh man. Just so, great. so good. I come on. This movie was just super fun. It was super fun. I got to give you that. Super um, fun. But we need to talk to that karaoke bar about like having a little something to do with this podcast. Cause oh, we've be had many, many good I memories. I do, do love that karaoke bar out in Dallas. Uh, family yeah, karaoke. If you've not been there, go there. Oh, it's great. Yeah. 
Um, Mark, your last regards. Do you have last uh, thoughts on this? Yes, I do. Uh, I have to say, uh, now, I don't hold it as in uh, as high regard as Iron Man, uh, you know, uh, being up there. But I will say that this is a must see. It. It's going to like, you know, for anybody who is not super deep into the comics, this is going to open up phase four for you. Uh, and more so really, than Black Widow. Exact big time. Like, again, like we said, it's 10 times better. It's going to open up the universe 10 times this more is for the you. true phase four exactly opener. yeah and so uh in that regards it's a must see uh again like will i put it well i say that it's tied with iron man one no but uh i what i do love about this movie is that it makes me fall in with a brand fall in love with a brand new character and it opens up the universe uh with somebody that i had no idea about and now I'm like, oh my god, I need I need to know more. I need. To know I want to read. The, I want to read his comics now. Yeah, I was thinking like, which I guess I got to go back and want, and look at some Matt Fraction versions because they thank him in the credits. And I was like, oh, Matt Fraction must have wrote a really good Shang Chi story. Like, I, I guess I right. Gotta, guess I got to go look this up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I'm, I'm sorry, comic nerds. I'm a I'm a comic nerd just in a different way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to bring something up. One more huh. thing. One more that- thing, just to ask you this question. Okie doke. I will say what I feel, and then I'll ask you. I think this movie made Iron Man 3 a better movie. Do oh, absolutely. You... I mean, I already, I loved Iron Man 3 uh, just because, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a little annoying uh, with the tension and like the, the tightrope walking he had to do uh, while trying to process his trauma. And she's just like, get over it. <laughs> and like and give up this passion of yours. But, um, but yeah, as far as like the Mandarin and the depth, seeing Trevor Slattery again uh, and finding out that the Mandarin of that movie was just another pawn. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a, a double, uh, yeah. A triple it, cross. It, <laughs> you know it made Iron Man, I just think it made Iron Man three, a better movie. Not saying I didn't like yeah. Iron Man three. I it like Iron Man layers. three. It just totally. added more layers. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. So Mark, we're on to it. We're on to it. Now. Oh yeah. We're on to it. I'm just going to go into this and I'll talk about something else during the okay. news. Um, see, always see drag to see or drag to and never see. Uh-huh. We've got Simu Liu, who played Shang-Chi. We didn't even talk much about Simu Liu. By the way, passengers, go watch Kim's Convenience on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He is the reason – well, he's not just the reason. The whole show is funny. But he is so good in it, and I'm so happy that he is now going to be a Marvel star and hopefully yeah. a household name soon. So Simu Liu, Aquafina, Ben Kingsley. Uh, you want me to answer first, right? Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> okay, so – I'm good. I mean, I feel like this is uh, kind of a no-brainer, unfortunately. But Ben Kingsley is going to be my always. Uh, Aquafina would be dragged to, and uh, Simu Liu would be my never. But uh, you know, I'm, it's unfortunate just because I don't know him that well. You know, I, I love what he did in this movie, but this is really my introduction to him. Aquafina, love her comedies. And Ben Kingsley, he's been in a ton of good movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's just it right now it's just like who's who's really got the longest career and and I and I truly enjoy their careers. Uh, so I got to get to know uh, Simu Liu a little bit better before I can put him in the drag two category. All right, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'm probably going unpopular opinion. Okay, I'm going. Always see Aquafina because I love the crap out of Aquafina. She's, she's love awesome. love her. Yeah. I'm going drag to Simu Liu because I think he's going to get big. I think he's going to go places. Yeah, after this, totally. And 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 Ben Kingsley had his time. 
I'm, okay. I'm giving okay. I'm giving I'm giving Ben's Kingsley the never seen out. Yeah, yeah, you you've seen it enough, seen and it. you we've seen it a hundred times, and it's like okay, cool, like you know, let's let's make room for the new. And I, make, I'm I like saying, that. and in hundred percent passengers, I am not saying that Ben Kingsley shouldn't be around anymore because he is no. a hell of an actor. Yeah, and he I is. love his movies. Come on, he's Gandhi. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, damn. But but I, I just in this regard I have to say I'm gonna go with the new the new bucks. Also, you know what I want to I just yeah I'm gonna go with the new crowd. I'm gonna see what they do. I'm thinking that we could get some really good stuff out of them. Plus, Aquafina, you know, breaking our hearts and making us feel good in the farewell. That was a good yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, and of course Nora from Queens, uh, Jumanji two or always three, be my baby or yeah. always be my uh, maybe maybe. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was so good. I love Aquafina. I think she's hysterical. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. All right. Well, why don't we listen to a word from our sponsors? All right. All right, passengers. We're on to the birthday and news. Yes. So let's, let's get this started off right off the bat because because the, the Matrix trailer just released uh, as we're, the day we're recording this. So let's go uh, Joe Pantoliano. Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, there you go. I should know <laughs> it's a little this. bit of a tongue tire. I'm there. half Italian. I should just be able to say it, but it's that other fifty <laughs> percent. That other fifty percent of Italian, I just can't do it. Um, Joe Pantoliano from The Matrix. He was Cipher, yeah. um, but I mean, come on, all the other movies that he's done. Um, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Thank you. He was the uh, the the. Damn it! Why is my brain going blank? He's the chief. He's the chief, chief. of police. Yeah. Thank you. He's the chief of police. I love him. I love him in Bad Boys. Yeah. Oh, man, absolutely. Uh, I'm just excited for the next installment of The Matrix. So I was just like, yeah, I saw his name on there. I was like, we're going oh, yeah. to put him and in there. He's in Memento and ready to rumble. Oh, Memento. But, my gosh. Oh, that's, that's such an amazing movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I love that guy. By the way, I said September 12th, right? That was September 12th. I don't know if I said it, but uh, you know, I missed it. So yeah. I don't know if I said it. So I'm saying it now. Cool. Um, September 13th, I thought I'd throw a curveball here and go non-actor. We'll go with a uh, singer, Fiona Apple. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a gigantic fan. I know a couple of her singles and stuff, but she's all over the Pleasantville soundtrack, which I live. I think Fiona Apple is very talented. Uh, for me, the sad thing is she came out at the same time as Alanis Morissette and around right, Jagged and Little Pill. And yeah. Jagged Little Pill was like monumental for my brain. Yeah, it overshadowed her. Uh, but like, I do like Fiona Apple. Like I do. I mean, she's not my favorite artist, but I like her. No. Probably yeah. not going to go see her in concert, but I'll listen to her albums. Sure. Yeah. But you ought uh, to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Moore sits there smiling. Yeah. <laughs> AKA God. <laughs> uh-huh. Dog is, forgive me for I know not what I say. God, the real God. <laughs> September 14th, we have Sam Neill. Who gives me yeah. mm. the best thing ever is I will always in my head see him grabbing uh, Laura Dern's face and pointing her towards a Barontosaurus. Yeah, in Jurassic Park. You crazy son of a bee! You did it. You you have a T Rex. <laughs> you have a T Rex. We have a T Rex. We'll have a coupon day. Yeah. <laughs> Worked it in. Hell yeah. Always. Nice. <laughs> always. But other than Jurassic Park, Sam Neill did one of our favorite horror movies of all time, Event, Event Horizon. Horizon. That's right. 
And then, um, I mean, come on, all the other stuff he's done. He's just fantastic in everything he's in. I can't wait to see him in Jurassic World Dominion. Um, But if you've not seen it, you have to see Taiga Watiti's Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Sam Neill is fantastic in this movie. Uh, Daybreakers, the vampire movie. Was that a good movie? Uh, I never saw it. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, yeah. It took me a couple watches, though, because I, I kept getting interrupted uh, or, you know, I'd be so tired from whatever school or work or whatever. And I would, sure. you know, in the middle of it. I did want to see it. I just never, it was Willem Dafoe, right? He's in that. No, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, well, maybe, but, uh, no, it's, uh, Ethan Hunt, right? Not Ethan Hawke. Ha- Sorry. You're right. Ethan Hawke. Uh, yeah. And it's, Willem Dafoe. it's just, yeah. Uh, Ethan yeah, yeah, Hawk yeah. and Willem Dafoe tells Elvis. Yes, yes, sorry. He's it's the human. He's one of the humans. I remember yes, the trailer. The familiars. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I totally forgot about that. Nice. Yeah, man, I yeah, man. I do love remember. me some Sam Neill, love Willem Dafoe, love Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Um I, yeah, I gotta Sam see this. I, guess. Just takes I don't know why I cake. haven't seen this, but Ethan Hawk, man. I mean not Ethan Hawk, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Why did my but brain training go? Day. Training day is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I do love Ethan Hawke. But, um, what did you mean, I, though? I meant uh, my brain went just totally blank. Never mind. Just don't worry about uh, it. Um, but I was gonna. No, I was talking about. Oh, no, I was talking about Sam Neill. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I was talking about Sam Neill. Remember when he played uh, Odin in Thor yes. Ragnarok? Yeah. Yeah. The, the play version of. And him. he's coming back to play him again <laughs> in Love and Thunder. Yes, dude. Honestly, then you could put that man in anything, and I would pay money to see it. Yeah, I, I pretty much love Sam Neill. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, let's keep going. I got to bring up the script again. September fifteenth, uh, we have our favorite Venom on screen, Tom yeah, Hardy. Yeah, absolutely. I am. I just got to watch the Venom trailer in full theater. Excellent. Yes, wasn't it so good on screen? Yeah, so freaking good. Like, I'm getting so tired of like uh, the trailers getting just like put in front of my face, and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm going to go to the movie theater or I'm, or I'm going to be in front of my TV later. Like, let me say it on, my seat on, a, on a decent screen, not, not yeah. in my hand. But uh, yeah, that thing is amazing. Cletus Cassidy is going to be an amazing character. Oh, AKA psyched. Carnage. Super psyched. Uh, yeah, exactly. But you know, you love Mad Max, right? The movie Mad Max. Oh, Fury Road. One of my favorites. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, him is Bane, obviously. Oh, I, I, mean, I this did guy, like his Bane. Although it wasn't my bane, I liked his bane. Uh, and uh, the rock and roller. I never you saw know, that. that. Oh, what? How did you not see that? But because I uh, think I was kind of over the whole uh, snatch lock, song, and silver uh, at the time. It was like a I lot should, of that going well, on. It, it was Guy Ritchie. You know, it was the same director. Yeah. I knew what it was going to be. I think I need to go back and watch it like, now. But uh, yeah, I also wanted to see the one where he played the two gangster brothers. I think it was Legend or something um, like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, Reggie Cray and Ron Cray. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Uh, but also because when I hear Legend, I think of, you know, the Tom Cruise movie. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> and like Mia Sara, right? I do uh, love that movie, Oh, so though. good. Best devil ever, Tim Curry. Thank you so much. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, they're, yeah. Lawless. No, Lawless. Legend. Yeah, Legend. Yeah, it's Legend. Yeah, Legend. Yeah, yeah. He also did Lawless. No, yeah, that was good. I liked Lawless. Oh, and then oh, we can't forget his uh, fantastic role in, in Inception. Yeah. 
Got to dream bigger, darling. <laughs> God. Yeah, right. I love how his accents can change uh, oh, from movie to movie, but also within a single movie, like he did in the first Venom. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Goes from, that like, normal true. to Cajun to... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to see his version of Capone, but I yeah. hear it's really boring, but I still oh, want to see it. Oh, well, looks it like different. he... It's organized crime, so you got to get into the... It looks like he is going to be in the next Mad Max movie, so that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, I don't think you could replace him after what? How many? There's only one out, right? Well, yeah, only Fury Road. But I mean, they yeah, replaced so, Mel Gibson, so. But that's you know many years later. Yeah. But this is really recent. Pretty recent. True. All right. Um, September 16th, we have I put Mickey Rourke because it's Marvel movies, Iron and, Man two. Yep. And also Sin City. Yep, uh, he was uh, Ivan Venko, right? And uh, yeah. in uh, Iron Man 2. And Which I, a lot of people wrestler. hate Iron Man 2, but I love Iron Man 2. Uh, I do too. I, I don't, again, like there are so many complaints that I'm just like, why? Why are y'all mad? I loved Iron Man 2. Uh, other than the fact that the movie could have been longer and just <laughs> given me more, uh, that, that's my only complaint. I wanted like, more Sam Rockwell because I love yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I did. His, yeah, I wanted to I see want, much more a much more mischievous Justin Hammer. Yeah, give me more Justin Hammer in the universe. Bring him back. But honestly, they 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 make him inept because I mean, like to be perfectly honest, like uh, they they made him the character that uh, Pepper Potts could put him down sure, very sure. easily. So, and, and but I really felt like if they had made him stronger, it would have made Pepper Potts look like more of a a, a bad ace. So, sure. um, but you know, Sin City for Mickey Rourke as Marv, that was an amazing role. Oh, yeah. I could swear that was like a comeback role for him. It was, it was. He was having a hard time and he come, he was, I think, got into some drugs and stuff. And then they cast and him in Royce, Sin City. And, I think. But come on, we have to talk about the wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Aunt May is in that, dude. Oh, the wrestler is just passengers. You would That's be doing yourself a disservice. To not watch the wrestler. This is Darren Aronofsky. Under the age of eighteen, but. right? But this is Darren Aronofsky <laughs> directing something amazing with Marissa Tomei and Evan yeah. Rachel Wood and just Mickey Rourke acting his heart out. Yeah, just and, and just full on trying to make it. And oh, it's so good. Like everyone's just trying to make it and make ends meet while doing that. And it, it's awesome. He's oh, so good in that movie. Such a good movie. Um. Next up, September 17th, we have Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. Now, awesome director. Choppy, right? Choppy. Uh, District 9. District 9 and Elysium. Elysium, yeah. But I didn't see uh, Conviction. I heard the new one's really bad. Is it? Oh, oh I'm so sad. I heard it's really bad. Oh, no. But hey, you can't win them all. You know, he's got some badass films he's got two really good films on his belt but a lot of people will tell you that uh that they don't like chappy but i think chappy's what? an amazing movie bite your tongue listeners if that is your opinion of choppy because that is a beautiful movie like sorry his new one's called demonic and i thought it looked really good but it also looked like the cgi was really terrible uh-oh and uh, yeah, everyone said it's not good. I'll probably I'll probably kiss, give it a watch. That later. that is a kiss of death right there. I have to say, the other stuff you were talking about, like 
conviction and all that uh-huh. he had he he does short films on youtube and these are all short films he did oh okay good yeah was, yeah so, so his ratio is actually better for full-fledged feature films yeah i'd say he's done two really good feature films i didn't really think elysium was all that amazing but i thought it was fun uh i'm gonna it's pretty damn good i think that, it's a good allegory for oh, it's, it's uh, you true, know yeah. um for the you know distribution of wealth and whatnot I like I like Neil Baumkamp in general. I like that he used Deantward in uh, yeah. cho- Choppy and all the music, and because I'm a huge Deantward, we're going to go see Deantward in February. I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and then, last but certainly not least, one of my all-time favorite uh, comedian actors, September 18th, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, absolutely. Of all the modern comedians, you know, post, you know, Chris Farley, I would have to say. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is just like taking the cake and I have to thank him for coining uh, the phrase bending someone over the barrel and showing on the 50 states. What's that, that from? Was, uh, horrible bosses. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> both horrible boss movies. Both horrible bosses movies are equally great. Uh, We're the Millers, man. We're the oh, Millers yeah. is one of my faves. That movie oh, yeah. is hysterical. Um, and of course, Ted Lasso. He's doing so good with Ted, Ted Lasso. I don't think I've seen that uh, yet. Uh, it's I on Apple TV. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, happy birthday to our celebrities. Yes. Happy birthday. Without you, we would not be able to do what we do. So, thank you. All right. News. Batgirl star Leslie Grace says Batman does not appear in the HBO Max solo film. <sighs> To that, I say, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. They keep saying that about the MCU, and now they're just, again, taking a page from the MCU and lying about who's going to be in the movies and saying they're not going to be in there. And then, of course, the trailer comes out and they're in there. Now, (laughs) I will say this. Uh, She did say... Uh, about the casting of J.K. Simmons, the rumor that he's going to play Commissioner Gordon. She said, oh, my God, I can't wait to learn from J.K. Simmons. I can't wait for you to be my dad in in Batgirl. Please, (laughs) please, please, I hope that they – I hope he gets it. I need need him to be that. Leslie Grace, of course, she was from In the Heights. She played uh, the the girl that uh, Uznavi loved. Yeah. Um. Andrew yeah. Garfield mm. keeps denying he's in No Way Home. And to that, I say, I'll believe it when I see it. Especially because everybody knows that Toby and Tom are better Spider-Man. He's got to build the hype. He's got to create the controversy because people got to want to see him. And I love the, all the memes that are coming out that are so gratifying that are just like, Toby's the best, Toby's the best, Toby's the best in all the comments. He's a, it's a double uh, edged you Instagram. <laughs> it's a double edged sword um, for Andrew Garfield though, because he said he's like, I'm damned if I'm not in it, and I'm damned if I am. So that that's that's true, exactly, and you know why. Um, Andrew Garfield was definitely the worst <laughs> Spider Man. That's I'm not a, what you no. said. He's the worst overall. Andrew Garfield is a really good Spider Man, but a bad Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire is a good Peter huh. Parker, but a bad Spider Man. And Tom, oh, that's Tom, Toby. Yeah, you said a bad Spider Man. Toby's right? not a good. Toby's not the best Spider Man. Toby's the best Peter Parker. Hmm. I mean, I definitely give you that. Uh, Andrew Peter Garfield Parker. is the best Spider Man, but not the best. Not a good Peter Parker. And Tom Holland's the best all around. I I thought that Andrew Garfield was too lanky. 
uh, and tall. Uh, and, uh, but also I just can't, again, like I, the only thing I can think that those movies for, uh, is how many times he says, uh, are you serious? And, uh, creating the drinking game, which I coined. Look, I so like, I appreciate that. I like them both. <laughs> I, I loved Emma Stone as Gwen, uh, yes. Gwen, uh, Stacy. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't hate the movies as much as everyone else does. No, I saw I, the movies again. Like I, but I, I, uh, I very much dislike Spider-Man three. Yeah, well, everyone does. Everyone knows that Sam Raimi was pissed about including yeah. Venom, and he just he just, he just he did what he had to do to get through that project. He made, a, made a bad movie. Yeah, but uh, I have to say that for the Amazing Spider-Mans with Andrew Garfield, I, the supporting cast is what makes those movies and the oh, villains. Uh, Electro, uh, the police, the the the. Well, I thought Electro was okay. He wasn't great. I loved Electro. Um, Dan DeHaan was a fine Green Goblin. He wasn't amazing. I mean, you can't. How do you yeah. follow up Willem Dafoe? How yeah, do you exactly. follow up Willem Dafoe? And that's anyway. why Willem Dafoe is going to be back. Yes, I'm very excited for that. <laughs> this is so timely. I, I find this <gasps> wait, very wait, wait, funny. While, oh. while we're on Spider-Man, did you see that post uh, where uh, they're talking? It's like Doc Ock and him shooting. They're about to shoot. Doc Ock comes out in his like leather jacket or yeah. like just... He's yeah. like maybe shirtless because that's the part of the movie. Uh, but Willem Dafoe is like doing his role and his lines for him. And the director's like, do it like that, man. No, I, I just thought it was the coolest like thing that they just are having fun, like little kids back there during production and just Hello, trying to like Peter. amp each other up for their own parts. I love that. Hello, Peter. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is really timely uh, because we just did Chasing Amy last oh. week. Mm. Kevin Smith said today that is today being Wednesday uh, or Thursday, uh, the 9th of September. Kevin Smith said today that his Chasing Amy Comic-Con scene was ahead of its time. I I completely agree. Um, I agree. agree. Honestly, they were extremely cool people uh, to, to, to be like, you know, uh, characters just, you know, trying to make it in the comic book world slash scene. Yeah. Um, so I do agree it's ahead of its time because now, I mean, you know, comic book creators and whatnot are like celebrities. So, uh, but also the, uh, but also someone being so cool to have had those things happen to them during that time, uh, again, is ahead of its time. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I just, I don't think that anybody thought things like that, uh, of that nature and content could be sure. uh, thought of as being, take, having taken place. At a comic con or with yeah. comic con type, folk. I I applaud Kevin Smith for that movie, but we talked about all of it last week, and and I just think it's really fun that he said Love that, that. Uh, especially that. after we do that. It makes Absolutely. me think that uh, we should probably post on to Kevin Smith on Twitter about this episode. Agree, I agree. Um, episode, right? Chasing Amy episode. Yeah, yeah. Owen Wilson has been cast as the star in Disney's Haunted Mansion reboot movie. Ooh, and I want—I wow. didn't want to say reboot because no, that's sorry. Wow, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't—I didn't want to say reboot. I hated saying that, but that's what they're calling it. Because call I just want to pretend that Eddie Murphy's movie never happened. Yeah, I, I hate to say that about Eddie Murphy, but I do agree. It was—it yeah. was a little kiddy and lacking, right? Just not good. Yeah, but it's yeah. cool. I think Owen Wilson's a great—a uh, great person to cast in a, in a haunted mansion movie i'm excited for that yeah especially after um, him joining the mcu oh god so good yeah 
so good. Uh, uh, Dave Bautista says he is 100% done with Drax after Guardians of the Galaxy 3. The, I the do kind that, of believe that. I do kind of believe that. So the thing that I, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I believe that he's done with Drax. The thing is, is that he said he's quitting Drax to not take on other characters like that. He wants to do completely different characters, but uh, I forgot what character he just took on, I think, in the DC realm, but essentially it's Drax in DC. Who was he in that? I can't remember right now, but I'm, I'm a little frustrated that he would... Wait, in what? Marvel. What was he in? Uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but what was he in DC? No, he's not. He did, But he took a role. Like, I, I can't remember what it was. I got to look it up. But essentially, he took a role that's basically Drax in DC. No, he uh, was. God, I got to research that. I'm no, sorry. he was supposed to be cuff. in the Suicide Squad, and he he turned it down You're to right. do Army of Dar- uh, Army of Dead. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's that what was. It. Maybe he, I misheard that he took a. Role he was supposed in to be in Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, that's. And it. he turned it down so he could do Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Well, I resent my comment, uh, but. Uh, and I, but I have to say, Army of the Dead was a revelation. Oh, he was so great, he thank was you for going on to greener pastures for yourself, uh, because you, it was great. It was awesome to see that he has de- uh, deeper dimensions as an actor. Also, you know, prove to us that Zack Snyder is king right now. Yeah. yeah. And Scarlett yeah, Johansson wanted $100 million from Disney before she sued. Oh, wait, hold on. So... So she asked Disney, she said, look, because you put me on streaming and it took away from money, I want $100 million because that's what I would have made. Okay, so she asked and they said no, and then she sued. Yes. Great, great. So, uh, (laughs) I mean, she's the main character. She's about to end her career. Everybody loves her. Everybody. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there are so many females that I know that are like, oh, I love Black Widow, and all of a sudden I'm a comic book person because – of the Black Widow character. Uh, so I do think that she deserved it. Um, it's unfortunate the events that passed, uh, that came to pass, but yeah, um, maybe maybe she didn't uh, wouldn't have hit 100 million, uh, but maybe she shouldn't have been quite uh, so ambitious with that number. Oh, I, 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 they, I have to wonder if they countered. They might have just said, no, you signed a contract and we're keeping so you the contract. That is the most interesting thing. Yeah, like if they had said, oh, no, 75 or 50 million, I still think that's an amazing compensation uh, to say million. yes to or to scoff at. And uh, But I do agree. I have to agree, man, that if you release something the same day as box office release, it should be considered a box office release revenue. So, mm-hmm. oh, that, yeah, well, as far as that goes, but I don't think that, yeah, anyway. Which I think she deserves 100 million from that, but you know, that's just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, she was great. So, and, and I love that she did it. Uh, but I, I don't that. think, oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I just don't think that it was worth souring the relationship with where they may not ever work with her again now. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, and then I, I didn't write this in the script, Mark, and not because I, it's just not because I just was thinking about it now and how fun it would be I, to go I over. I like surprises. We just had the PlayStation Showcase happen uh, today. Say what? The PlayStation Showcase. It show, they oh, showed man. off all of the new games coming out. Oh, 
So it. let's let's go down the list a little bit, okay? Okay. I'm gonna, okay. We'll okay. Start also. I'm going to start where it started. Sounds good. They showed us a trailer. It was the Star Wars music. Ooh. And they showed us uh, a Jedi with the mask on. Actually, when a Jedi was a Sith. And they are remaking Knights of the Old Republic for PS5. Ooh. Knights of the Old Republic was amazing. Amazing. And they are remaking it. Like, straight up, not remastering. They yeah. are straight up building from the ground up this game again. Ooh la la. With PS5. That's amazing. I'm so excited. So oh, excited. Yeah. Um, we saw a look at Project Eve, which looked kind of cool. An action horror uh, alien, maybe, or like monster game. It, I it looked, dig that. It looked pretty interesting. We right saw a, tra- a trailer for this really cool. It's about this girl who's hosting a Dungeons and Dragons game, and you're inside mm-hmm. the game but you've got guns and stuff. And so it's basically Dungeons and Dragons with guns and first person shooter. It's called tiny Tina's wonderland. Uh, Wonderlands. It looks kind of fun. Um, We saw this game for spoken, which actually looked really cool from square Enix. Mm. And it's, uh, it's this woman who's sad in the modern day world. She gets transported into like this medieval time and she gets this gauntlet around her hand that allows her to have powers. And she goes and she fights like this medieval, like dragons and monsters. It looks really cool. Looks really, really cool. Very cool. Then they set up this, they're like Rainbow Six. They're in the helicopters, Rainbow Six. They're going through and they're like, yeah. we've done nuclear explosions. We've done this, we've done that, but we've never faced this thing. And it turns the camera around and they're flying into like a New York or a San Francisco or whatever, like a big city. Uh-huh. And it's called, Res- or it's called, um, it's called uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. And it's about mm-hmm. aliens that took over and they're trying yeah. to get people out. It looks team-based aliens. It looks so awesome. You know, I just bought Area 51 on like yeah. PS1 yeah. because I had to have that game. Because it's literally an assault on Area 51 to yeah. get through all those classified files and all that stuff. And I just had to have it in my collection. So that is going to be something that I will definitely oh, be playing. We both of us, we need to get it. And we both need to be on each other's team playing. I need to. Is that remember, PS5, right? So yeah, I've got to get me a PS5. I've remember, been waiting, waiting. remember me and you playing two-player Fear 2? Dude, that's that that one of the best horror movies or games well, ever. And, and I that's one of my favorite memories playing a video game is and, us and playing yeah, through Fear 2 together. And just like so, I, I love that uh like you like we were just down that I just like slid my recliner right in front of yeah. the TV. <laughs> like a big 61 inch yep. on one of those like IKEA shelves, yep. the wire IKEA shelves. And you just like lean back and look at the TV and you're just like, oh, and you have no Yeah, we were jump. jumping all over the place. <laughs> uh and then um uh, another memory that just popped up in my head was me and you playing uh Half-Life. Yeah. on my computer and i yeah. would play we would either switch off you would either play the the moving and i would play the gun yeah or you would play the gun and i would play the moving and we just go back and forth playing that and then oh. that stupid little uh game about that kid in the pajamas hello oh you remember, you remember uh, that? 
that's not the the pervy guy was pajama it? no pajama sam or something like that it was yeah like yeah game. yeah what what pervy guy am i thinking that thinking of a uh, leisure suit larry that's it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um then after that they showed us the alan wake remastered which looks really fun coming to ps4 mm. and ps5 yes um alan wake's great game uh you i gave you control right mm-hmm. it's yeah, from yeah. the it's from the remedy who made control Ah. Uh, they're apparently set in the same universe too so very cool um then they showed us gta uh 5 and gta online coming to ps5 with the updated graphics nice um Dang. Sh- how, how are they looks good looks good looks better yeah it looks good yeah i can't Does wait I can't, I can't yeah well it looks you know it's still gta so it's still cartoony but okay uh it looks really good i'm excited to replay it i love that game same. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I try to beat those as fast as I can. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're super fun. I, I need to go back in 100% GTA 5. I 100% of GTA 5 on, on the PS3. Can you believe yeah, it's nice. they're still milking it from the PS3? No, People, yeah, but it's and, so and the worth bo- it. It's a masterpiece. Rockstar Boss said, if you guys are tired of us doing this, then stop buying it. Right? Exactly. People are, people are still buying it. So Exactly. But I would appreciate if they would milk it and put out something new at the yeah. same time. Well, I'm excited. Making double the revenue. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I was playing GTA Online, uh, it, it was when it was really bad on the PS3 to play online. And so I just quit. Yeah. So I'm excited to get back into it and play online on the PS5. I, honestly, they can bring out anything because I think I've been pl- I've been playing GTA since the first one on computer, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, especially I think it was GTA 2. I remember uh, playing it's GTA. Only aerial view. Yeah, I remember playing that on the computers at uh, Fort Worth Christian. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. During that keyboarding class. Yep. <laughs> um. Then they showed us Ghostwire Tokyo, which looks like a really cool game about a dude who can see ghosts in Tokyo. Ooh. Looks really fun. Uh, then they showed us Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game, which looks Ooh. really fun. Yeah. Um, it's made by Square Enix. They're the ones who just did the Avengers game that flopped hardcore. Mm. But this is a single player, not an online multiplayer. So hopefully it, it'll be really good. It looks like they're doing a good job with it. I'm excited to at least see what the reviews are, and then I might pick it up. I really miss uh, when games uh, came where you could play two-player without being on the internet. I, really I, I do miss Couch Co-op a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's another game coming out from Vampire the Masquerade called Blood Hunt, where you play different factions of monsters. So you've got different types of vampires, and then you can also play as the vampire hunters. Looks awesome. I can't tell if it's a just online game or if it's a story, but no matter what, I think I'm going to pick it up because it looks yeah awesome. Awesome. Yeah, um, sounds awesome. Yeah, it looks really fun. They showed Deathloop. I'm not really into Deathloop. I don't know if I really care about it. It's, it's you. Every time you die, it. it loops and it starts back over again. I don't like those type of games. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of those types of games. Um, then we got a game called Chia that looks like a very, uh, a very um, Legend of Zelda type game, except oh. more kiddie-ish, but it looks really fun and I might pick it up. Nice. Um, I just picked up Zelda on Wii. Uh, which the breath of the wild or the other one uh oh god not twilight princess yes twilight princess that is fantastic yeah. all of them are fantastic but twilight yeah, princess golden eye oh you picked up the remake the golden eye remake yeah, it's, yeah. Fun on, it's fun on the wii u nice. that's it's really fun on the wii u they did a good job with it i hope i can use the gun yeah 
Um, they showed us Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection coming to PS5 and PC. Mm. I'm excited because I didn't play the two Legacy of Thieves games. So I'm pretty mm. excited about that. We got the first look at God of War Ragnarok, which looks amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Mark, I know, I know you are going to love this. We got to look at Gran Turismo 7, which looks Ooh. holy crap good. Dude, these games are getting so good that I, I need to up my game on like you know getting the steering wheel and pedals. Uh, you can they showed you you can customize your car, you can put stickers and stuff on them, your name, like all this stuff, and it looks so real. Oh man, they got a, they got beat to the punch uh with that customization with by need for speed, but I'm so excited that they took a page out of their book and they're coming out with full customizations. Cause I think that's one of the, the coolest things that Need for Speed has is that you have like a whole app of like where people can follow your car if they like it enough. And people who have custom cars in real life have their custom cars uh, in their games and people can either buy the skin or just straight up follow you. And uh, just, just like me, I, cust- I put my custom Venom in there and it's just essentially why one of the games so bad is because I could have made my own car yeah. uh, and my wife got it for me for Valentine's Day. It was it was the best gift ever. Um, and then the last two things I saved for last, because I think they're my favorites, is they show this bar and you're looking through the bar and you know it's Insomniac Games and Insomniac Games made a uh, couple of my favorite games, uh, Spider-Man mm. uh, and then Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And then of course, yeah. uh, the amazing Ratchet and Clank games but rift yeah. apart specifically was amazing 100 percent of that 100 platinum that game i loved it so much um now we get this bar and it's all people on the floor beaten up you see these bloody knuckles sitting on the bar like this Bass and knuckles. just no just no bloodied up knuckles oh like somebody's actual bloodied up knuckles sitting there and a cool. plaid shirt on and this guy gets up from behind him and starts walking to him Starts to go get at him, and then all of a sudden, schnicked Wolverine. Oh, dude, I saw a screenshot of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, the guys who made Spider-Man doing a Wolverine game, check, please. Just gold mine. Just like, like, congratulations. You're doing it. You're sitting on a gold are you, mine. Are you, are you doing it? Are you, are you really beating Rocksteady? Like, right. Are you are you making better games than the Arkham Asylum trilogy? Because I think you might be. Because I think you I think you took those games and you used them as a base. Yeah. And then you made them better. Yeah. Yeah. And then they show. Then we see a trailer where there's this empty lamp post and it sparks and you hear this guy talking in a deep voice and he's like. Mm -hmm. I've always needed these villains to be as good, or I always needed someone to be as good as me because my hunt is blah, blah, blah. And he's going after the thing. And you're like, what is this? And then all of a sudden they flash Miles Morales, or I mean, uh, Peter Parker's spider suit and they flash Miles Morales' spider suit. And then you see them taking down some bad guys and you realize the guy speaking is Craven the Hunter. He's he's the villain because it's Craven the Hunter. But then you hear this and then it's my turn. Because we are Venom. Yes. You see Venom come out of the out of the the darkness and he looks oh, so good. Yes. You're sitting there and then it says Spider-Man 2 coming 2023. I've been dying for Venom. And I'm sitting there going. Everything. And then the best part is realizing that it's Tony Todd's voice as Venom. 
Oh, Tony Todd, the Candyman himself. Yes. Um, uh, dude, honestly, I think it was Candyman 2 that just really solidified that. I'm hoping that the new Candyman I heard uh, it's good. does it some justice. I heard it's good. It's already out in theaters. Yep. I need to go see it. Halloween Man. time. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait for Spider-Man 2. I flipped out with both Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. Yep. Oh my gosh, I'm just Insomniac Games doing them both. Just give it to me all right now, Insomniac. Yeah. I, I, you have my money. I will give you my money right now. Yeah, you actually, movies make up for it. Release this early. <laughs> if you bring out, if you bring out an amazing collector's editions for Spider-Man Two with Venom on there, Ooh. with Venom like statue, I'll probably buy it. Yeah, I'll probably buy the statue. There was some theater in Mexico doing uh, like it's like a pop the Venom popcorn. Oh my god, I, I want that so bad. I'm just waiting for somebody to sell it on eBay. Put it on eBay. Yep, I'm yep. waiting. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's our news. That's our birthdays. Uh, let's get on to our sponsor. All right. Hey, Mark. Today's sponsor is Carl's Kicking Karate Classes. Oh man, Carl's still out there using his karate and his kicking karate classes. Wow. Yeah, I remember when he started at that YMCA. Now he's got his own dojo. Love it. For our passengers, Carl is giving two free passes to his kicking karate classes if you say the word pop culture elevator. That is a great deal. Thanks, Carl's kicking karate classes. Thanks. Yay! All right, passengers, now we're on to our elevator pitch. Now, the elevator pitch, if you don't know yet, 30 seconds for one of us to give an elevator pitch based on uh, for a movie based on three random words we pull up on the generator. Mark is going to be riding in our elevator today with our uh, producer. Mark, are you ready for your three random words? I'm ready. You got to beat sausage smugglers from last week. That's a tough, that's a tough demand right there. We do love you, Lance, sausage smuggler from the Night Nerd. We sure do. The man of many names, including Zach. (laughs) That's so funny. You kept calling him Zach. (laughs) Um, All right. Here are your three random words. All right. Monkey. Nice. Loan. Like a bank loan. Okay. So now like the Lone Ranger. Cool. No. And then Arch. A-R-C-H, hmm. or ARC. I don't know however you want to say it. Okay. Those are your three words. Monkey, lone, arch. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm having to try to clear the brain. Monkey bone keeps popping up in my head. Uh, with Brendan Frazier. Yeah, and I love monkey wait bone. to see if we get to meet that guy at I mean, Dallas Fan Expo. I'm going to try to meet him anyway, but yeah. Yeah, regardless, I don't I don't care what it is. I'll, I'll get, I'm going to go get his autograph or something. Yeah. Like, I love what, I, what I should bring. Do I still have the mummy on DVD? <laughs> I yeah oh I, I do and I might have I'm pretty darn sure I have King uh, King of the Jungle George of the Jungle so <laughs> I've got it all watch out like for the every, tree oh, you know what I need I need to take Blast from the past because that's like my favorite oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. that's like my favorite movie hey stop stalling give us the movie the sorry I've not been stalling because I haven't been thinking about it but yeah uh, come see us at Dallas Fan Expo uh, so Monkey Loan arch okay so this is a uh, a movie a short film maybe about a uh monkey in france and uh basically he wants to buy uh you know he he, he he's not allowed to live in any of the trees along the street nothing like that he's got to find a domicile you know if he's going to be a legitimate resident of france and he, he's, he's struggling, you know, he tries to find the free spots, you know, want, okay, I can't live in the trees, I'm gonna go live in a, in a rooftop or, you know, where, 
wherever you could find him. You know, he's having the hardest time. He'd, he'd get discovered and kicked out. So he uh, kind of stumbles into the uh, the gate there in, uh, or that, you know, the super famous arch that's not too far away from the Eiffel Tower. Arch which is Trump. why he likes him. Thank you. Nice way to go, man. Uh, and uh, yeah, so he kind of inhabits it. People try to kick him out, but people like him there because he, uh, you know, he'll, he'll pose for pictures because people love monkeys and people love that spot. And, you know, like if you've ever been to Cancun, ever been down there, you know, if you see a monkey, you take a picture with it, right? Like, so it's an attraction. But unfortunately, you know, everybody is always like, you know, somebody's got to report something, right? So they report him and uh, they're talking about how he's got to leave or he's got to pay some sort of, you know, performance permit uh, to stay there, uh, to belong. And essentially it's like his rent. So he's got to secure a loan to get this permit for at least a year right so he can perform and kind of use it as a as a as a place to to live and you know and you know he he this is a story about a monkey trying to uh negotiate his way into a residence of france so that he can you know be in the place that he loves uh evolve from living in trees and just be happy Took you a while to get there, but yeah, it works. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, I had monkey bone in my head, and uh, you can't talk about a monkey getting alone in the afterlife, right? You know, with right. Uh, Chris Catan. <laughs> Chris Catan, man. Chris Catan. That was a great, great was... dead body kind of weekend. Oh, it was funny. It was great. It was it was so was great. great. You know, I had I was I was talking to my friends at school, at work. And uh, uh, I was saying, man, I love Weekend at Bernie's too. And they were like, you love yeah. Weekend at Bernie's too? Like, that's dumb. Like, his body's going to decompose. I was like, no, because he had Bad voodoo wagoners. on him. Exactly. Voodoo. It, was, it, it was worked. Way They're like, you're not selling this. And I was like, no, it's really good. Bar- Weekend yeah. at Bernie's too is the better one. Yeah. I mean, the, the funniest parts, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are a ton of funny parts in that movie. But, you know, it's just the guys like uh, going back and forth and, you know, messing it up. But like when Bernie kind of comes alive accidentally and takes out the hitman is the best part and the, uh the whole movie's good i love weekend of bernie's 2 is a better movie than but, weekend of bernie's i'll, I'll yeah. argue it till the till the end and i completely agree and like you but for the you know weekend of bernie's 2 you get active bernie like the whole time yeah it's just awesome i mean weekend of bernie's 1 is a great movie yeah weekend of bernie's sure. 2 is the is the is the better sequel it's Same the better movie totally. I, don't, I don't it just bothers me if you're like no it's not it's not a good movie yeah, uh, I love Weekend at Bernie's too. I don't care what you say. Oh, it's it's just, wackier, but whatever. But actually, barring like Marvel superhero movies and DC superhero movies, like as far as comedies go, Weekend yeah. at Bernie's two might be my favorite sequel. Oh yeah, for sequels, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to do sequels, especially for comedies. Yeah, exactly. Wayne's yeah, World two does a good job. Crazier, crazier. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Wayne's but World. again, they had like powerhouse comedians in there. Right. But I mean, they had powerhouse comedians in Anchorman 2. They had powerhouse comedians in Zoolander 2. Uh, yeah, but you're comparing them to like Chris Farley, like it's like true greats. Not that they're not greats in their own regard, but yeah. Did Chris Farley ever do any sequels? Uh, I believe he did a Beverly Hills Ninja 2. No, he just did there was i would have seen it oh what about almost uh almost heroes part two? I, no i, I would 
pay to see that. I don't like that movie as much. Gene, uh, not Gene Simmons, not Gene Hackman, Gene Wilder, Wilder. (laughs) Oh, Gene Wilder. Yeah. Trying to think, Chris Farley didn't do sequels. Chris Farley didn't do a lot of movies, though. Am I getting that name wrong? You know, the guy Gene from American Pie and uh, (laughs) Levy, Levy, Eugene Levy. Thank you, Eugene Levy. I was like, that's not right. Thank you. Sorry. Gene Wilder. I was like, Gene, Gene Wilder's yeah, in almost yeah. <laughs> But you, could you imagine how much better that movie would have been with him? I love Gene like, Wilder. But not, not replacing Guy Fonteno, but as an, an additional character. Anyways, Give me some oh, more Gene Wilder, man. That guy, I right. miss that man. Wait, is he, didn't he pass? He died, yeah. As I said, yeah, I miss yeah, that so, man. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. No. That's why no one will ever be as good as a Willy Wonka. Yep, Exactly. Yep, and nobody and everyone has the shoes of the crazy tunnel to fill, and nobody can do it. No one can do it as good as him. It, it, well, exactly, but I mean, you just really want a really just, dark tunnel scene. You just want, I want a want, really, I want a really dark Willy Wonka. Passengers, in general. if you're an actor and you just want to do something for Mark, film a really creepy dark tunnel scene. Count on Willy you, Wonka. Crispin Glover. <laughs> I wonder if Crispin Glover would play a good Willy Wonka. He's so right? creepy. No. Could he? It's more about would he? <laughs> like, I think he would. Or will he? I think he you know? would. He would. He totally would. He oh, would do it. Man. Makes me want to go back and watch Willard, though. I really like Willard. Oh, uh, yeah. We were talking about that last week. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that movie a lot. Movie. Like, underrated film. Yeah, I don't know why people. No, just maybe not. I just too, think that a lot of people, or you know, it's like too dark for a people. Very eclectic guy. Yeah, it's a dark movie, but also if people followed his personal life, maybe they get turned off to it. But me, mm. I'm like, give me the weird man. There's too much normal in my yeah, life. Like, give me the weird. He's so guy. weird, and I love the Thank weird. Thank you so much for being you. You know, I want the yeah. weird. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com. In- Instagram at Pop Culture Elevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash Pop Culture Elevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.